What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Now go ahead and do what you were going to do, Corey. Yes, sir. So, so we, we, we're sitting here looking at Daniel chapter 3, and what the Lord has really been really been having me hone in on is things we should continue to do regardless of how difficult things are around us, regardless of the difficulties of the situation, we, things we should continue to do. Remember, the first thing we talked about was praying. We should continue to pray. No matter how hard or difficult it is, just keep praying. Keep praying. What do you say? Man should always pray and faint. Not. And then, then last week we talked about um, do not be weary with well-doing. Regardless of how ugly the situation is, do not become weary with well-doing. Keep doing good. Keep doing good. Don't give up. Don't give up. And in here today, the Lord was showing me, uh, don't cease to give God thanks. Like, be thankful in every situation. And just just praise God, in other words. Give God praise in all the situations. Here we have this beautiful situation with, with, with uh, the, 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 we call it the three Hebrew boys. And uh, it was a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I can't remember their actual names, their Hebrew names. You remember their Hebrew names? Yeah, no. I, I, I have to go back. Belteshazzar was... in the first chapter. Yeah, okay. So Belteshazzar was one of them, right? No, it's uh, Hananiah, Daniel, Hananiah, and Mishael, and Azariah. Right. So Misha, Shadrach, uh, Hannah, but, but, so Daniel, uh, to Daniel, the name was Belteshazzar, to Hananiah was Shadrach, to Mishael was Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. So this is who the story is surrounding. But, but what, what was going on here was King Nebuchadnezzar, right? He built this fire furnace. And I was, I was just saying... When they didn't give praise to this big statue that he built, this big monument, this big huge monument that he built, right? And up to that point, right, they still giving praise to God. And when they was before the judge, because he was king and they brought him before the judge, you know, he's like, why didn't y'all do it, right? And we're going to read it. Um, but then they, he was like, okay, y'all didn't do it. All right, y'all about to get thrown in this pit. And I'm sitting here thinking, brother, like, what were they thinking on the way to the pit, right? Like, like as they told him, they said, be it as it may, O King Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, I mean, be it as it may. If God doesn't save us from this pit, we still aren't going to bow our knee to that big old statue. In other words, we're still going to give praise to God, right? And so I'm thinking in my mind, like, on the way to the pit, what were they thinking? They're seeing this dude, these dudes carrying them to the pit. They burn up trying to take them to the pit. Are they even feeling the heat on the way to the pit? And if they were, okay, why didn't they get consumed? So all these things are going through my mind, right? And the one thing. Think about your question, Corey. Yeah. Think about your question. Right, right. I done thought about it. I already know the answer. What were they thinking? I already know the answer. It's not about the answer. (laughs) Right, it's about putting yourself in that place and doing what they did, right? Because they answered the question before they got to the pit. 
And so that's the pro- that's that's what we're getting at, right? Before the pit, right. what did they say, right? And then we could go there, right? Where would it start at? It started at 13, 10? Yeah, 13. Well, we can start at 9. It said, they said to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, may the king live forever. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, cither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold. And that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews who have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or the names Hananiah, um, Azariah. Azariah, and uh, what was his first one? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Mishael. Mishael. Mishael and then Azariah. Right. So Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. In other words, that, that was their, those were their actual names that they were given these Babylonian names by King Nebuchadnezzar. And so over in um, 12, it says, but there are some Jews whom you set and whoever this was talking to him, right, it sounds just sounds like they weren't pretty they weren't happy that some Jews were set over the provinces, right? Right, right? Over the provinces of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, Your Majesty. <laughs> right? Listen to how they're bringing this out. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Uh, furious with rage. Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you are that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all music of and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. Uh, but if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. And then what God, listen to what he's saying, then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Right? Let's, let's touch on that right there, brother. You got this, these the conflicts. So we'll start with the conflicts. You have people that are looking at you, your position within their world, and they ain't happy. They're not happy at all, right? They, they, they've been trying to figure out ways to get you out of there, out of the role that you're currently playing, right, the role that you're permanently assume, per, currently assuming. And they, it wasn't an accusation. It was a truth as of what happened. But the fact that they, they were quick to point it out without King Nebuchadnezzar noticing it, they, they brought it before King Nebuchadnezzar, right? And then the funny part was they already knew this was the case. And so did Nebuchadnezzar. He knew that they didn't worship whatever the, the, they worshipped. They were different people. And uh, so, so, so they bring in this before, right? And, and, and so now not only are, are they in question because of the God that they serve, now, now the king is also questioning the God that they serve. What God will rescue you from my hand? So 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 what am I getting at? What I'm getting at is in this world right there are always these two things that are under attack. You 
because of the God you're worshiping and the God you're worshiping. Those two things always under attack, right? In the formal fashion, it is like, well, what, what formal fashion? It may not come in the form of Nebuchadnezzar, right? But it may come in the form of your finances. That's it every day. It may come in the form of your, maybe come in the form of your politics, your government. It may come in the form of your race, right? It's like, what do you mean? Well, somebody may directly challenge you because of the, the politics, because of the political party that you may say you represent or not represent. You may not be for either one of them. But when, when someone finds, you know, finds out about that, then they're bringing it up before people, and then they're questioning you, and they're questioning your beliefs, in other words. And here you are on trial. And your response is what? Or somebody is about to put your job in jeopardy because of things that you do or things that you believe or even in your religious sect, things that you do or things that you believe. People are directly questioning you and questioning the God that you're serving. They're constantly putting you on trial, constantly, routinely, even friends, your family might even be questioning you, questioning the God that you're serving, things, how you're moving about, and they're always wanting to bring it up, always wanting to make some type of argument or refute against things that you're doing. It's always something. I have a lady I know that she goes to the Hope City, the church that I attend, church service that I attend, and, and she told me she would bring in her to work, she would just bring in little things uh, to, to help encourage her throughout the day. And, and she would put them on her desk. And so she said this one guy would always bother her because of those things, always challenging her. And it, and it made her miserable because she, how do you refute that? Like when I'm, when I'm just like just coming into the knowledge of this thing and then I'm constantly being, you know what I mean, poked. It's like somebody just constantly tapping you on your, tapping you, just, just constantly poking you. And you like, dude, stop. And then they won't stop, though. They just, they just keep poking you. I'm going to just keep poking you. And, and he's like, man, move. <laughs> and, and eventually, like, you, you might want to put your hands on him. But, but, but the God that you serve is like, well, what should I do? Well, keep praying, right? Uh, don't get weary with well-doing, right? And don't stop praising Corey, God. Yes, sir. Corey, yes, that's sir. what we never do. We what never, do we never do? We never... Uh, uh, contemplate that maybe the Lord sent him. Right. And even if he did, right? What, is, what does that matter? Right. What is your response? Right. That's the question. Because they're, they're questioning what you're doing towards this guy, right? It's, it's validation almost. What is you? What are you doing? That's the question. That's what we're discussing, Right. The things that we should do is what? Keep praying. Yeah. Don't become weary with well-doing. And lastly, don't stop praising God. Because what happened here was the next thing that we hear in our reading, right? We, the next thing we hear in our reading, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king. Boy, boy, boy. They replied to him. They said, King Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God who we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. <laughs> but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. 
It's not happening. We not doing it. And and then then we just this just absorb that. Absorb that because like like we we say it but absorb it. No, they we said, don't say it. We yeah, don't say it. Yeah, we probably did. We, well, we quote this scripture is what I mean. We quote this scripture all the time. Yeah. But in the midst of your difficulties, uh, you know what I'm saying. In the midst of that, when you when you done got laid yeah. off, when your wife done left you, when your husband done yeah. cheated on you, when 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 your children are, are are constantly like treating you like you're not a parent. It's like we lost God too. Right. We treat we treat those circumstances as if okay, God has abandoned us altogether. Can you imagine this right here though? I mean, this is like an encouraging thing, but also a, a lesson thing. Like, like even if they say, okay, even if they're trying to pre- pre- present that the fire was whatever, 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 but thought of these two, three guys sitting here in the midst of this position, never, not even doing anything against the king. All they did was worship their God. But this is the question, why is it in question? Because they're in their world. That's why it's in question, because they're in their world. These people are constantly looking at them, but why are they so high up in rank in our world? Why are they why do they have favor in our world? And you know, just think about this. You know, even the Christians, you know, these Christians, these Christians. But then, then you have the Christians and then you have the believers. You have people that are actually walking out the faith, right? I, I mean, I'm distinguishing them, right? Because people that are Christians that you're like that's fair sake almost. They just say that they're doing. They say that they're one thing, and then they they live like they're not. But people that are believers, following after Christ, we living in a world that, that's not our. All right, and and we choose to live a certain way. We choose to walk and model ourselves after Christ did, loving people, loving all people, not condemning people, not judging people. People you go around certain people, and then they people that are calling themselves what you're calling yourself are judging you and saying, "Why are you around them? Why are you associate with them?" Wait, 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 wait. Am I supposed to not associate with certain people? Well, be be in the world, but don't be of it. Well, how am I being of the world, but I'm associating with people that 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 live in this world? I can talk to whoever. I mean, last I checked, Jesus ate with sinners. That's what the scriptures said. He ate with them. That sounded like they went out to eat. Sounded like they was talking. Sounded like they were associating with each other. So 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 if I'm associating with people that, that don't look like me or follow or believe what I believe, that doesn't mean I'm I'm being a part of their world. No, 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 that means I'm being who I am in their world. I might be shedding some light on their world. Right? I'm not partaking into the worldly mindset like you are doing. In other words, trying to tell people, oh, like like it's the funny part is it's like they thinking like the children of Israel, but the children of Israel constantly interacted with people that were foreigners, and typically they converted them. God, that was the thing. Like we're gonna convert them. Y'all gotta serve our guys. You can't you can't serve these guys, right? I mean, and and that's the same thing. If I'm if I'm eating with you, I'm gonna be this man of God that I am. Whether you choose to be that or not, I'm gonna be that in front of you. And here we are being that in front of people in this world, but people are constantly questioning. The decisions we're making for God, just a godly decision. I'm just going to be light to everybody. I'm not going to put a shade tree over my light. I ain't going to be partaking in the mess that you partaking in if I'm around you. I was telling the guy today, I said, but I don't have a problem hanging out with somebody that smokes weed. 
but I can't be around you while you smoking the weed. I just can't. Because mm-hmm. I might get high, too, and then that's going to jeopardize my job. So, no, homie, I can't be around you while you smoking it. I can be around you, but I can't be around you while you smoking it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, and, and, and this, but, but, but what we see here is what? We're seeing Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. They announced two things. They say, our king, and he, God, he will deliver us from your hand. Because they was like, who, what, here's a, what God, what God? Okay, you about to find out. This is a, an, 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 an astonishing faith. Oh, you about to find out, okay. But check this out. Because this is the part that I love. Even if he doesn't deliver us, we still not going to worship. We still not going to worship your God. We still not going to follow what you're trying to get us to follow. We're not going to bend our knee to this. I'm not going to bend my knee to this situation. You're trying to force me into not obeying my God, but I'm going to keep obeying my God to death. That's the thing. That's what we fail to do. We fail to obey God to death. I don't want to obey you to death, God. I want to live. Well, if you disobey him, you're not going to live. (laughs) So you might as well obey him to death. Giving him praise, giving him his due diligence. I'm going to do what it is that God wants me to do. I'm going to constantly uplift my God regardless of my situation. And that's what they were doing right there. Regardless of the situation, I'm not bowing my knee. To your statue, homie. I'm going to keep my knee bowed to my God. I'm going to keep thanking him. I'm going to keep giving him all of my, all of my utmost. My, I'm going to give him my utmost for yeah. his highest. I'm going to give it all to him. I love this story, man. The, the, these three guys, I mean, they, I love how they said it. I, be it as it may. I just got to read it again. Be it as it may. But Corey, that's a that's a moment by moment every day. It is. That's an everyday deal. This doesn't. That's why. That's why this is so key. We got to continue yes. to thank God. Everyday this, deal. Your mind don't change every it day. It does change. Like it, I got to continue to give God thanks because you got so many things, like brother, and especially nowadays. So much is going on. People get so stressed out about every little thing. God hasn't come, hasn't favored me. I'm getting, I'm getting tired of doing it God's way. No, don't get tired of doing it God's way. Keep doing it God's way. If He doesn't favor you or not, you got to do it God's way. Keep doing it God's way. Because God's way is what's going to prevail. Thank Nothing else will. Please. Nothing else will. Nothing else will. I got to keep giving God my all. My all. Thanking him in everything. Thanking him in everything. And that what brings me to that brings me to what? Thessalonians. Thanking him in everything. Thessalonians five seventeen. He says, What? Rejoice always. Sixteen. Rejoice always. Thessalonians. First Thessalonians five sixteen. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all. Circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. What rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Whatever is not going your way, thank God. Don't matter. Thank God. Thank God for what? Because you still are in connection with Him. The situation can't separate you from Him. Like, I'd rather be with God in a horrible situation. And that's what takes you right back, right, to conclude 
this takes you right back to that fire furnace. I'd rather be in a horrible situation with God than in a great situation without God. I'm in a horrible situation with God in this fiery furnace. And guess what we doing? We praising. <laughs> Look like they in there worshiping. What did it say? <laughs> it looks like they in there worshiping. What? In this fire? They in here worshiping? Are you kidding me? Thankful and awe, man. So then, just to finish it, just to conclude it. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is 19. And his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual, right? Made it hotter, right? I'm God. This is what he's trying to say. Commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They bound, right? And throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound. And thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's commands, command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed, killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up? And threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like the son of God. <laughs> oh, they was walking around in there, having a good old time, praising God. I'd rather be in a horrible situation with God than in a great one without him. Because if I'm in a horrible one with him, then it's going to be a great one because I'm with him, because he got me, right? I'm bound up. I'm in this fire. I come out. I don't even smell like smoke because he got me. It's like they were consumed in the fire. They, they all of a sudden gained a heavenly body in the fire. Remember when we talked about that? It's like they died and gained a heavenly body in the fire. Everything, it changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye, as soon as they hit that fire, they turned into, they bodies became heavenly bodies, and they were consumed. You remember that angel uh, when he visited Samson's parents, yeah. and they wanted some sign, and he said, set up this altar and, and do this sacrifice, and he did the sacrifice, and then you saw the angel or the spirit of God. You saw it. He said, it, it saw, he said the, the fire consumed him, but it didn't, and he went up in the fire. That was the first instance of that mm -hmm. over in Judges. And this is exactly what happened to them. They basically turned into a fiery celestial body. And they were light with that light. But how in the world did he recognize the Son of God in the fire? <laughs> Their appearances were still there. You still recognize them. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. But this is what happens when you're with God, right? Not God with you, you with God. God's always with us somewhere, wherever we are doing whatever we're doing. He's there. But are we with him? Right? Are we are we praising him? Are we giving him thanks? Are we rejoicing in him? Are we are we constantly talking to him? Like like David. Another this is the last example. David. Chased by his king. King Saul. Didn't do anything to him. Played the harp for him. 
whenever the, this demon, demonic spirit came on him to help soothe him, keep him calm. But he wanted to kill David because God had, a, God had anointed him and he knew it because David was with God and, and Saul wasn't. So Saul hated him. Man, we're going to be hated. Jesus said the world's going to hate us. But in the midst of that, right, Saul began to pursue David, to kill him, hunted him down. But what did David do? He continued to pray to God. He continued to thank God. He continued to rejoice in God. So much so, so much so, even when he had Saul in the midst of him, where he could have killed Saul, he trusted God enough to not touch him. No. No. Even when he cut off a part of his garment, he had to repent of that. He repented and said, to, he was basically, I'm paraphrasing, he was basically saying, and, 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 I, and this is a horrible act for me to cut off a piece of the garment of my, of my Lord's clothes because God anointed him as king. He's God's king. God put him in that position. I shouldn't have even cut that off. I was wrong for that. Forgive me, Lord. For not even like trusting you in the midst of the thought of just trying to show him that I could kill him, I shouldn't even thought to do that. This is what David is saying in his basically. I'm pre pre. I'm I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, of course, but David is basically saying that that I shouldn't even just allow my trust to stop by even wanting to show him that I could kill him. It was unnecessary because all I wanted to do was just show him that I didn't want to kill him. I have nothing against you, King Saul. And he told him, you're still my Lord. So my Lord, why are you trying to kill me? I, why are you trying to kill me? I don't want you dead. I don't want you dead. Why do you want me dead? Horrible situation. But what did David do? Continue to praise God. Continue to rejoice in God. Continue to thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You're my Lord. You're my Father. You got me. You protected me. Regardless of what's going on around me. It looks bad. It looks bad. But God got you. God has you. This looks horrible. Everywhere I turn, Saul is out here trying to get me, man. Oh, man, it was so close at one point. And then something happened, and then Saul had to go back. It was the Philistines started fighting against the Israelites, and he had to turn back. So many times when he was close to getting David, and then God created something to cause it to not happen. God got us, brother. That's all I have. That's an awesome story. Yes, sir. When I got, after I got through reading it, I, I wanted to punch myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Because it's that, it's that simple. What did those guys have? They had God. They had God. That's what they had. They had God. They had God, man. And they reminded themselves, I guess they remembered that they had God. They remembered. Yeah. That he's, they on, that he's on their side. Yes, sir. And it's that simple, Cord. It's that simple. It is, brother. And so God says, well, see, and think about this. Instead of rejoicing hmm. and praying, and giving thanks, we worrying about the what if. Yes, sir. And what? And now here's the hideous thing about that. One of the what ifs is not God. 
Right. That's us. We'll consider all angles of the circumstance and never consider God. Right. And never consider God. Right. We never say to ourselves, but God. Right. Right. That's ugly. We'll go through all kinds of changes about how hot the fire is and am I going to burn before I get in there. All, all that kind of foolishness, right? Mm-hmm. Ever once consider but God. Right. And then we run around by cross, hanging around our neck, hollering about whatever. That's it. Yeah. And God is, and, 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 and the merciful God that we have has made it so simple for us. Yeah. If Nebuchadnezzar could see a, uh, see a fourth being, yeah. why can't? Right. Why can't we sing? the ones that are saying we yeah. we're with that fourth one? Yeah. <laughs> or, or the or the third or the Trinity? Right. right. We got the with us. So, but are we with them? Yeah. Yeah. Are we with them? That's a good question, Cole. That's a good question. Yeah, but you posed that. You 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 posed a really good point there. Like, if Nebuchadnezzar could see the fourth, why can't we see our Trinity? Why can't we recognize our Trinity? Yes, that they're present. They're present. They they got us. Mm. They're with us. Are we with them? They're with us. Mm. Are we with them? You know, you ask that. Well, what if we never think that if God sent them, right? And if He did, it doesn't matter, right? It, what matters is where He's taking us. Where the where He's taking us, right? That's what got the children of Israel in trouble. God was taking them. If he's taking them, then we going. Why we why we getting all bent out of shape about what we got to go through along the way? Just yeah. believe in God, because it's been the same. It's been the same pattern. Been over the same and over and over, over, over and over. Believe in God, obeying God, trusting right. God. And he said, the main thing I want you to do is trust me. Yeah. Trust who I am. Right. Don't worry about what you're told to do. Right. Because the one that knows everything is telling you. Yeah. But I remember a few months back, I guess it was a few months back, you asked the question, is he enough? Yeah. Is he enough, Cole? Is he enough? Is he enough? Is he enough? Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.